your children, one group, your sins are forgiven. Then he calls them young men because they're battling with the devil. And then he calls another group in verse 14, fathers. In order to be a father, you have children. These are the mature Christians who are developing other disciples and followers of Jesus Christ. And that's what you want to become. You want to become a spiritual parent. In order to grow, to become a spiritual parent, to lead others, he goes on to say, you must have gotten to the place where you're no longer loving the world. That's what this famous passage means in verse 15 of chapter 2. Do not love the world, nor the things that are in the world. If you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. The world is that system headed by Satan that leaves God out. Worldliness has to do with the placement or the absence of God. We talk about the world of politics, the world of finance, the world of fashion. All of those worlds have a central theme that is surrounded by all the things related to that central theme. If I talk about, you know, the world of politics, anything having to do with government becomes part of that world. So worldliness is anything that has to do with excluding God. So it's not merely a place you go or a thing you do. It's a perspective that you have. You can be in the world, but he says you can't love it. That is, you can't pursue its highest interest at the expense of your relationship with God. Because if you do, you lose the love of the Father. You lose the intimacy that produces the fellowship, that produces the growth that God wants you to have in your life. You can't love the world and have a dynamic interface and interaction with God. Now, John has a concern. He has a concern that there are forces out there at work that want to take us away from this intimate fellowship with God that he wants us to have, which is the theme of the book. That's why he says in verse 18, it is the last hour, and just as you've heard, Antichrist has come. They went out from us, but they were really not of us, because if they were been of us, they would have remained with us. He's talking about deceptors in the church that wants to draw us from fellowship with God and into fellowship with the world so that we don't grow in our spiritual experience of intimacy with God. You see, it is the Antichrist's goal, that which is against Christ's goal, to keep us from experiencing the spiritual reality, the spiritual depth, and the spiritual intimacy that God passionately wants for us. But guess what? God has an antidote to that. It's in verse 27. As for you, the anointing which you have received from him abides in you. And you have no need for anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about all things, it is true and not a lie, just as it has taught you, you abide in him. Now I want to spend some time talking about this anointing. There's a lot of confusion about it. But it is the key to understanding how you are to maximize your spiritual development. First of all, he says every Christian has it. Every Christian has the anointing. Let's look at it this way. If you have uh, television in your home, that means that you have uh, 
some sort of dish or cabling that allows you to get a picture. It allows you to see on the screen something that's invisible made visible. That means you have a receiver. That receiver connects you through cable or through satellite to the picture that you want to see through the service that's providing uh, the programming. And when that receiver is on, you're able to take from another realm and see it made visual in your home on your screen so that you now see what is being made available to you. That is an illustration of the anointing. God has given every believer a receiver. That's the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit's job to pick up God's signals, to pick up that which is coming from heaven to you on earth for you to be able to understand not only God's point of view on a matter, but in understanding that, have it illuminated in your mind so that you can act on it and not be tricked by the devil or his minions, Antichrist. He says, you have the anointing. So powerful is this spiritual receiver, the Holy Spirit, that every believer has. It's so powerful that he says, you have no need for any man to teach you. What does he mean by that? Obviously, he's teaching them now by even writing the book of 1 John. What does he mean that you don't need any man to teach you? Well, remember, he's just talked about worldliness, and he's just talked about the Antichrist. So he's not talking about you don't need any human teachers, because then there would be no need for preachers, there'd be no need for pastors, there'd be no need for Sunday school teachers. We're told that God gives gifts to the church for the edification and building up of the saints. What he is saying is, when the anointing is on, when your receiver is kicking in and it's working, you don't need a perspective that disagrees with God to inform you. Because once you get God's perspective, you don't any longer need a human point of view to know how to live your life, to know how to experience God, to know how to see God at work in your life. You don't need any man that is any man in the world, any man outside of God's point of view directing your thinking, your movement, and most importantly, your decision making. Because you already have your own receiver. Let's put it this way. You don't have to go watch television at somebody else's house when you got a receiver at your own house. When you got God's receiver kicked on, working in you, then you don't need the world to tell you how to live, and you don't need the Antichrist, who are the teachers of the world, instructing you how to live. Wow. Did you know that you had all that working for you? That's why he says in this same verse, you must abide in the anointing. To abide means to hang out somewhere. To abide means to loiter. To abide, the Greek word middle means to remain. So abiding means keep your receiver on. Don't turn it off. Don't, don't uh, turn it off and go over here to the world and get a little something over there and then come back to God and get a little something over there. Because that's what a lot of people do. They come to church and get the receiver. Then they go to the world and get something that contradicts the receiver. And so they are living in this back and forth experience. He says, remain in the abiding. Let's put it this way. 
you ever left dishes in the sink that had crust on them, uh, you know, food that had stayed on there for a while, and you're trying to scrub it and get it clean? Well, the simpler way to do that is to simply let the plate or the dish abide in the water, the hot water with suds in it, you just let it sit there. And if you let it hang out there long enough, it'll infiltrate that so that you can slide off the problem of the dirty dish rather than try to force it off yourself. When you abide in the anointing, when you're hanging out with God's point of view, looking to the Holy Spirit through the truth of God's word to bring clarity and growth in your life, you will find him sliding things off of your life, off of the plate of your existence that don't belong there, rather than you trying to force it and make it happen because you are in the abiding. You won't have to force a picture from heaven to earth in your life. God will slide it into your being because you're hanging out with him. Your spiritual maturity, from a baby Christian to a teenage Christian to a father where you're developing other people, well, guess what? God has situated your Christian experience so that that can happen through the connectedness of the relationship. You know, I like drinking hot tea. There are a couple ways you can drink hot tea. Some people are dippers. They go up and down, up and down, up and down. <laughs> then they put the tea bag on the spoon and they wrap a string around. The tea bag is on the spoon and they take the finger and they push it down on the tea bag. It's on the spoon in order to get the water to be changed. Well... I'm not a different, I'm an abider. I just drop my tea bag in the hot water and I just let it hang out there. I don't go through all that work of pushing down, wrapping and all of that. No, I just let it hang out there. And if I just let it hang out there, I watch the water be transformed right in front of my eye. It's transformed right there as I look at it simply by letting it hang out in the right environment. You abide with God, it is true and not love the world, you won't have to try to grow. You will grow just because your soul is being fed through the satellite dish that every believer has. It's called the anointed. So let's move. Let's don't stay babies. Let's grow through those teenage years. Yep, there's struggles in that time. But then let's move to spiritual parenting where you're bringing other folk along because you've been hanging out in the anointed. All right, praise God. Okay, I just uh, asked you guys to be unmuted so we can hear you guys talking. Amen. That wow. is that is a good one, right? Yes, amen. Yeah, I like that. I saw you were getting all into that. <laughs> amen, amen. So just uh, before we go into our discussion, just kind of get an idea of how many people we have with us. I saw... Uh, Anita, I saw you and your husband there, so there's two of y'all there in, in the room. Is there anybody else in the room with you? Uh, no, Brandon's in, in, he's in another part of the house, so. Okay. <laughs> Brother Wayne, I'm assuming Sister Sharon's with you. He hasn't unmuted his phone yet. How about you, Brother Corey? You got your wife with you? Now, you guys can also uh, text... Uh, what we call chat with me. If you look on your phone, just it's a little chat for those who don't. Some people don't want to have their voices recorded on a computer or be seen, and 
Um, I always tease Brother Al about having rollers in his hair. And uh, I've probably got something from Brother Corey here. He's always talking about he's got his kids acting crazy in the background. <laughs> okay, Corey says it's just him tonight. Wife's not feeling well. Well, we're going we're gonna to pray for her tonight, brother. Okay. Um, so the reason I was asking that, just trying to get an idea of who all we got here. So we got Corey's one, uh, Sharon Dwayne two, Al three, Anita and her husband. That's uh, um, five. Brittany is, is six, seven, and eight with, with me and Angel. Um, okay, Brittany says Marshall. Keeps floating by, being nosy. Okay. <laughs> mama this, mama that. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Um, so okay. So reason I was asking is because we're also live on the uh, on the internet radio right now too, and um, I went back last week and found that we actually had seven people with us on the internet radio listening. Um, through our, about our, our Zoom Bible study. So we actually had 20 people with us last week um, oh, wow. all together, yeah. And so we've got some people that are sick. The, the Hill family is sick tonight, and uh, they messaged. They didn't know if they could uh, you know, stop being sick long enough to actually get on the Zoom, so they'll probably just watch it later on. It is being recorded, and if you miss anything, uh, you can go back and watch the recording uh, after this is over with, and then we'll probably send a recording out sometime tomorrow. So that'll be in your email as well. I myself, I go, I've probably listened to these things probably three times, and I'm always amazed that I didn't catch that the first time, and then the second time I didn't catch it, but the third time I got it. That's always something he says. But I really like what the example that Tony gave tonight about the receiver. That was really good. That was really good. You know, we are the receiver. We got the Holy Spirit inside of us. We got the anointing with us. And we are the receiver. No anointing is to help us receive from God uh, the things that, that we need. But go back with me. as you know, We read the scripture in the beginning of our service tonight. But go back with me uh, to verse 20. I touched on this a little bit la- uh, last week. It says, But ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. The unction is, is what we call, it's the Holy Spirit talking to us. Um, people will say, well, I have a feeling. I, have, I felt something in my spirit. That's an unction. You know, sometimes the Holy Spirit will speak to you, and it's just you feel something in your spirit, and you know that you're in the right place or the wrong place, or the Lord is, is giving you some kind of revelation about where you are. You just feel it. You know what I'm talking about? Can, can you identify with that? Isn't that sort of like a like a gut feeling type thing? Yes, yeah, yeah. Like a yes. gut feelings. It's in your it's in your spirit. That's that unction of the Holy okay. Spirit leading us and guiding us. Um, some people would say uh, their conscience was talking to them. Well, the Holy Spirit was talking to you. He's just trying to get your attention, and you get right. you get that that spiritual feeling. That's that unction that we're talking about. Um, in okay. the Amplified Bible, in verse twenty, it says, "But you have an anointing from the Holy One." And you have been set apart, specially gifted and prepared by the Holy Spirit. And all of you know the truth because he teaches us, illuminates our minds, and guards us from error. So that's the amplified uh, version of verse 20 in the King James. Amen. And then verse 27 is where Tony was talking about. But the anointing which you have received of him abideth in you. 
And you need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you all things, and is truth, and is no lie, even as he that taught you, and ye shall abide in him. And that's why when you're in church and somebody's preaching the Bible to you, and you feel something inside getting excited, you feel anointing rising up, you feel faith rising up, you feel the Holy Spirit agreeing with the word that is being preached to you. And just like when Tony gave that example tonight, uh, that's what you felt inside. When we talk about the, the anointing gives us this receiver to connect with God, inside you, you were like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's it, that's it. That's the Holy Spirit saying, yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it. And, um, and so that's what we're talking about here. So this is a really good, um, a good chapter. You know, we got to walk in the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ, walk in the light at all times. Let's go ahead and take a sneak peek into chapter 3. Uh, we won't, um, we'll get with chapter 3 next week with Tony. But let's go ahead and take a look at that. And during this week, you guys go back and, you know, go back to chapter 1 and go back over chapter 2 and, and read chapter 3. And just kind of go over it real slow and kind of dissect it a little bit and, and listen to it, okay? It says, Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God, Wherefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now we are the sons of God, and it doeth not yet appear that we shall be, as we know that. When he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we see him as he is. Did you hear that? When he appears, we shall be like him. Jesus is in a glorified body already. Amen. Good to see you tonight, Brother Matthew. Brother Matthew just came in from work. Amen. Um, so, when he appears, we shall be like him. That gets me excited. <laughs> All right. That gets me excited. And every man that hath this hope in him purifies himself, even as he is pure. Whosoever committeth sins transgresses also the law, for sin is a transgression of the law. And we know that he was manifested to take away our sins, for in him is no sin. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. Whosoever sinneth, sinneth hath not seen him, neither knoweth him. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose was the Son of God manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Boy, I like that too. Whosoever was yeah. born of God doeth not commit sin, for his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. In this the children of God are manifested, and the children of the devil. Whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God, neither he that loveth not his brother. For this is the message that ye heard from the beginning, that we should love one another, not as Cain, who was of that wicked one, and slew his brother, and wherefore slew he him, because of his own works were evil, and his brother's righteous. Marvel not, my brethren, if the world hate you, ye know that, that we pass from death unto life, because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brethren abideth in death. Whosoever hateth his brethren is a murderer, and ye know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. Whereby perceive we the love of God, because 
He has laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brethren. But whoso hateth this world's goods, and seeth his brother in have need, and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And whereby we know that we are the truth, shall surely our hearts before him. For if our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. Beloved, if our hearts condemn us not, then we have confidence toward God. Whatsoever we ask, we receive of him, because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. And this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. And he that keepeth his commandments dwelleth in him, and he in him. And whereby we know that he abideth in us by the Spirit which he hath given us. Amen. So that's a powerful chapter. And I'll just ask you to meditate upon that chapter uh, this week as we get back together next week and and, uh, hear what our instructors got to say about that one. Amen? Amen. Amen. I tell you, I was watching the news a little bit, um, talking about going into prayer. I was watching the news a little bit, and uh, they were talking about the frigid temperatures, and then they were showing some homeless people in Atlanta. And I thought, my goodness, can you imagine being homeless tonight? Can you imagine being homeless and you've got nowhere to go? They were talking about these warming shelters that were closing at 9 o'clock. They said they're... They'll be, they'll be closing at 9 o'clock tonight. And the homeless guy says, well, what's the point of me going over there if they're going to turn around and close at 9 o'clock? Um, and so I just want us to pray for the people that are homeless tonight that are having to deal with yes. these, these temperatures. I don't, I don't know how they can survive. I really don't. Because no matter how much clothes you put on, it gets down to 10 degrees. I, I don't see how those clothes are going to keep you, keep you warm at all. Uh, so I, I just don't know. I just don't know how homeless people survive in these kind of these kind of conditions. I would make a very, a very poor homeless person. I don't think I'd probably. I wouldn't survive the first year. I wouldn't know what to do. But <laughs> I guess they got to have some good skills in knowing what to do. But I, I just don't know how they're going to survive. So, um, so let's pray for the people that don't have adequate heat tonight. Let's let's pray for them. You guys got any any, any prayer requests tonight? Justin has a cousin, his name is Jamie, and uh, he's he's actually homeless, lives in a tent, mm. um, and has been doing it for quite some time, and I, I sympathize with you about, with this time of year, with it being so cold, you know, I, I wonder how he's, you know, getting heat, you know, uh, he said he had the fire pit, but that ain't that ain't that ain't gonna be enough. <laughs> no, not I unless mean, you're in the middle of that fire pit. <laughs> I don't see exactly. how exactly. So I I, I want to send out a you know a special prayer. Amen. Uh, about him, um, that he, you know, um, that just God just touches him in some kind of way and show him that you know he could do so much better having God in his life instead of just living, you know, the way that he's living. Yes. What's so, his name? Uh, Jamie. 
Jamie. Okay. Let's let's pray for him tonight. Anybody else got a prayer request? said on the problem with her tooth, she went to the dentist twice and her mouth is swelled and she's in pain. She needs prayer. Sister Sharon? Yes. All right, let's pray for Sharon tonight. Anybody else tonight? Let's see, I got a chat here. Somebody else on there? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Brother Al. I talked to my son today and my daughter-in-law their mother's in the hospital and was on a ventilator, and I guess they took her off the ventilator and they're giving her no hope of living. Mm. I don't know. Been several hours ago, she could have already passed, but you know, just pray for the family. Okay. All right. Brittany sent me a message that says, "Pray for her sanity." <laughs> I tell you, <laughs> we do need to pray for Brittany, a single mom with two kids. Can you imagine? Not just. Not just kids; these are these are pre teenagers. So that's a, that's another level. That's <laughs> that's not kid level. That's a that's a pre teenager level. I mean, that, that's even worse than that's even worse than full teenagers. I mean, pre teenagers. I mean, that's that's worse than teenagers. So, <laughs> so, so hey, let's let's pray for Brittany tonight. Anybody else got a prayer request tonight, Brother Court? Sharon's uh, brother-in-law, Ronnie Young, she, uh, she's had like a flu for a month. I know and can't seem to get over it. Wow. And he's, he's had the problem with lymphoma before. He was exposed to Agent Orange. And something's wrong with his hip now. They don't know for sure if it's that or what's going on. So they both need prayer. Well, let's uh, continue to pray for the Hill family, too. Uh, they are still... Yes. Still battling the flu right now, so let's wow. pray. Let's pray for them. So, anybody else tonight? Brother Corey must be chasing some children right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's awful quiet tonight. <laughs> so I ask for uh, prayer for me and my husband and our household that uh, just God continues to, you know shadow his uh, blessings on us Amen. and uh yeah for prosperity good health and uh, and financial amen be it unto you according to the word yes yes <laughs> I, I, i've got that tattooed on my brain <laughs> that's good that's good all right <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer and pray over these things, brother Matthew. You gonna join me over here for prayer, my friend? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Brother Matthew, you just got off work at Southwire, come flying in here for prayer. Yeah, so let's, yeah uh, and I wanted to uh, to pray and say uh, that uh, we come to you humbly now, Father God, and lift up our prayers to you. Uh, we come against the elements that's in this world, the cold and the freezing. I know that uh, there's many that have been up against the elements. And we come against the elements yes. in our Jesus lives and the name. whole world is under the sway of the wicked yes, one. Lord. But we have a living hope that's in yes. you in Christ Jesus. The blowing cold in the elements to, to teach Send a lesson elements, that Lord. only... That uh, you could realize the lessons that we learn that can only be realized if you yes, if you show it to us and teach yes. and show us the reasons 
why yes. we need you so much yes. in this world yes. and that you've overcome the world yes. and we and yeah. we pray against uh, we lift yes. up this one's its disease the infectious disease in the body thank you jesus the body of the members of the body of christ that we lift up yes. they are yours and uh and all that uh, we have been given that comes from your hand and and uh, and uh, we are yours and all that's yours is ours and uh, we receive it in the inheritance that that you have been with thanksgiving unto the yes. father the living Lord hope the living within us yes. as christ jesus the hope of glory and in your mighty name we ask and pray amen Amen. Father, we just ask you to dispatch the angels of heaven right now. Lord, all these homeless people, God. Lord, yes. somehow, some way, Lord, you, you provide heat for them, Lord. Whether it be heating stations and buildings, God, and places that, you know, let there be transportation. I heard one man say that he didn't have transportation to go where the heat is. And so, God, just let the city provide the transportation, God, and, yes. and get these people some some heat, Father. We just... Father, we just cry out for those that are cold tonight in these frigid temperatures. And, Father, we pray for every prayer request that's going up before you tonight. God, you heard every prayer request, Lord, that we brought before you tonight. We plead the blood of Jesus over those that are sick in body. We plead the blood of Jesus over those that are fighting the flu. We bind and rebuke this flu spirit in the name of Jesus' Jesus. virus. And we just command it to leave the body of Christ right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. We just thank you, Father, that we are redeemed from sickness. We are healed. And by your stripes, we are healed, Lord, as you're healing the healed family right now, Father. And for those others that are fighting the flu, God, we just thank you, Lord, that we are redeemed and we know that we are healed by the blood of Jesus Christ. And, Father, we ask you to touch Sharon's mouth tonight, God. Lord, touch her gums, her teeth, God, and everything that's hurting her, the nerves. We speak to the nerves that are in her mouth, in her gums, God, and we just say, peace, be still. Peace to the nervous systems of her mouth right now. Peace to be still and be calm. And Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that the pain is leaving Sharon's mouth even as we are praying right now in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, that the swelling go down right now in Jesus' name. And Father, we pray over the family that Brother Al was speaking of, God, and doesn't know the outcome at this time, but God, you do. You're right there, and Father, you're right there with that family. Holy Spirit, you're the only one that can comfort right now in this critical situation. You're the only one that can pour out that loving spirit upon that family, and Father, we just ask you to do that right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, and Sister Anita's prayer request, God, that you bless her home, and bless her situations that she and her husband are dealing with in their homes, God, and and in their personal lives, God. We just thank you, Lord, that all these things are lining up with your word, and your word is true, God, and be it unto them according to what you have spoken in your word in Jesus' name. Father, be it unto us, God, and give Sister Brittany strength, God. Give her uh, strength in her mind. Let her receive the mind of Christ and strength, God, in her soul right now, and patience, so the patience of Job right now, Father. Lord, as she's raising these children and doing it on her own, God, and 
And Lord, I, I know you're as, as proud of her as I am, God, even more for her to, to keep fighting the good fight, Lord, as she is yes. in this battle, Lord. And and Lord, let her know she's not alone. She may feel like she's in this battle by herself sometimes, but God, she's got a church family, Lord, that'll pray for her and, yes. and be yes. here for her, God. And Father, we just ask you, Lord, for her strength tonight. And we pray for Brother Corey. Uh, job situation, God, the people he's with at work. Yes, he was yes. reaching out to us, God, and asking us to pray for his co-workers. And Father, you know what he's talking about, God. Let salvation pour out. Everywhere Corey goes, God, let the salvation just begin to pour out. The evangelists inside of Corey begin to manifest and testify about the goodness of God. Lord, don't let him get in trouble with the the job and their policies, but God, you know how to move job and policies out of the way and open doors of testimony opportunities. And Father, I just pray that you do that for Corey and his life. And Father, we pray for their hearts to receive the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yes. And Father, with all these prayer requests that we've mentioned to you tonight, we just tag it in the name of Jesus. We stamp yes. it with approval in the powerful yes. name of Jesus Christ. We yes. plead the blood of Jesus over this. And we just consider it done right now. In yes. Jesus' name, amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. God is good, amen. Yes. All good right. Stuff. All <laughs> right. Um, we're going to go to, um, on this book right here, and I've, I told Andrew we've got to get some more in here. It's called Praying with Jesus. We are on page uh, 131. Uh, for those of you who do have the book, and uh, we're talking about the parter in the clay. It's called Day 15. This is a 30-day devotional of prayers, and this is the, um, the potter in the clay. And our scripture tonight is Jeremiah chapter 18 and verse 6. It says, Look as the clay is in the potter's hands, so are you in my hands, O house of Israel. How true that is tonight, saints, that we are we are in the potter's hands. The Lord has us in his hands and he's he's molding us, he's shaping us and uh, making his he's making us into his image instead of us making God in our image. God is making us in his image. Amen. Amen. That'll preach right there, Brother Matthew. Praise the Lord. Y'all y'all just forgive me and Brother Matthew if we get to shouting and uh high fiving over here. We get excited about this stuff sometimes. Amen. All right, let me go to this prayer on here on page 131. It says, We praise you, O God, for you are a great wisdom and power, and you are the potter and we are the clay. In your wisdom you mold us and shape us. You have the power to form us into faithful servants. We pray with great anticipation, believing that through our prayers you will form and shape us into the likeness of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Father, I ask you right now to do exactly that in our lives. Lord, that you begin to move obstacles in our lives away that are hindering us from receiving from you. As Tony Evans was saying tonight, that we have the whole anointing, and the anointing is a receiver that we need uh, to receive God and receive the messages of God in our life. Father, anything that's hindering that right now, anything that's blocking us from hearing your precious voice, Father, we ask you to remove it from our life right now. Yes. We are clay in your hands. Mold us into your image and remove the impurities that are in us out that we can be more pure like you. In Jesus' yes. name, 
Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Says Zacharias, the father of John the Baptist, we praise God. Now his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed is the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people. Oh, there's that word redeemed again. <laughs> he has visited and redeemed his people. Amen. I like that. And has raised up the horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he has spoken by the mouth of his holy prophets, who have been seen since the world began, and we should be saved from our enemies and from the hands of all who hate us, to perform the mercies promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore unto our fathers, Abraham. Amen. Amen. Great and merciful God, we praise you with singing. May our singing be inspired and empowered by the Holy Spirit. The Apostle Paul states, I will pray with the Spirit, and I will also pray with the understanding. I will sing with the Spirit, and I will also sing with the understanding. Let our singing be pleasing unto you. Now, like I said, I think I said it last week. I don't know when I said it. I said it sometime soon, though. It wasn't that long ago that we are commanded to sing songs to God. That doesn't mean that we should all record, but we should all sing. <laughs> I got a smile out of Brittany on that one. So we should all sing. Doesn't mean we should all record, but we should all sing because the singing lifts our spirit up and it and it gets us more connected to God. And and whether you think you can sing good or not. The Father thinks you can, and that's what's important. Your Creator who created you gave you the voice to sing with, and maybe you don't like the sound of it, but your Creator does. Think about that for a while. Because none of us here, none of us, would have any children or grandchildren, and all of us would say, it doesn't matter how they sound, they sound beautiful to us. Right? If your children, your children start singing and somebody else may not like it, but to you it sounds beautiful because that's your child. See, that's the way God looks at us. Amen? That's the, way God, that's the way God looks at us. So we need to be singing and praising God, you know, and if you just have to be by yourself when you do it, that's okay. That's okay. You know you're all alone, you know, and you just, uh, you just praise God. Brittany, when those kids go to bed, you just let it rip, honey. Just... <laughs> just <laughs> You just start singing and praising God. People talk about singing, singing in the shower. All right, all right. There you go. There you go. So you just praise God and sing. Amen. Oh, I tell people all the time. You see me going down the road, and you think I'm waving at you. I'm probably not. I'm just got my hands in the air praising God. <laughs> Just, I, people think I'm waving at them. And I'm just praising God with my hands waving all over the place. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Lord, help us finish our race with joy. Strengthen us to testify of your wonderful works. Thank you for sanctifying our lives to your service. Father, I ask you right now, Lord, to help us to do that. Lord, help us to be strong in our service for you. God, help us to have a good testimony on our hearts at all times for those that we run across, God. Help us to be the light of your gospel 
to a dying world. Everywhere we go, Lord, at work and with our families, God, and with our friends, Lord, just let your gospel light shine through us, God, that we will be a service to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And now on page 133, he gets into the Lord's Prayer. And I, I, I like this because every chapter in this book, he gets into the Lord's Prayer. And, um, and so we uh, just look at the Lord's Prayer. It's on Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 and 13, if you want to look in your Bibles of what the Lord's Prayer is. Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 13. It says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Our, heaven, our Father in heaven, just as Jesus instructed us to do, we pray your name will be honored. We pray your kingdom will come. We pray your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And Lord, we listen to you now, so you will show us the people who need our prayers. Let, our, let your Holy Spirit guide our thoughts and our prayers. Let's, just, let's do that. Let's take a moment, you know, and just think about somebody. Maybe it's in your life. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's a co-worker. And just let the Lord lay somebody on your heart. And let's just begin to intercede for that person. Um, the family that comes to my mind right now is Sister Letitia and her and Jody. Um, they've been also battling sickness. They've been uh, think I think they've been battling the flu, and they have. Um, uh, she had Letitia's mother lives with them, and her grandmother uh, lives with them. So let's let's keep them in prayer, and I just want to intercede for them. And as I'm praying for them, why don't you? Intercede for whoever the Lord is laying on your heart right now, okay? And let's just all go to God in prayer. Father, I thank you, Lord. As I plead the blood of Jesus over Jody and Letitia and, and Patricia and, and April and JJ and, and their mother, God, Lord, I just pray that you will bless them. God, if you just remove the sickness from the family right now, remove the sickness from the house. And Father, we ask you, Lord, for encouragement upon them that you let the Holy Spirit rise up with encouragement on, on them right now to encourage them in the Spirit. And Father, we just give you the praise and the honor and the glory, Lord, for moving upon their lives as you remove the sickness. We plead the blood of Jesus over them. We send the angels a dispatch over them right now. And Father, yes. we just, all these names, God, these people that you're just laying upon our hearts tonight, Lord, as, as they're interceding right now, Father, Lord, I just pray for them as they're interceding right now, Lord, that you just bless them. Show us how to pray for those that you're laying upon our hearts, God. Show us what their needs are, that we can pray specific prayers on the needs, Father, in their lives. Lord, dispatch the angels, Lord, right now, uh, to whoever they're praying for, Lord, whoever you have laid on their hearts, and dispatch the angels to go to them and minister to them. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So, um, also in this book, he also has a country. He always has a country in here that he wants us to intercede for. And so tonight it's actually Sudan. It says, Dear God, we come to you on behalf of the people of Sudan. We intercede for this African country that is in, 
that is uh, subjugated in the Islam. We pray that you will set free the Christians who have been imprisoned for their faith, and we ask that you comfort many believers who have suffered from targeted bombings. Please bless those who are being persecuted and give them peace and hope. We ask you to send forth your Holy Spirit into Sudan and re reveal the truth of Jesus Christ to the Muslims in that country. Let your word be proclaimed to many will believe on you. Father, I just we just pray over the country of Sudan tonight, God, that Muslim country, Lord. It's just there's so many good people there, God. There's so many good Christians there that are being persecuted and imprisoned for their belief in you, Jesus. And Father, we just ask you to encourage them tonight, to set them free from their from their prison, God, and re reunite them with their families. But Father, send dreams to these Muslim people. They believe in dreams and visions. Let them see a man dressed in white with his hands and his feet pierced, God. Let them see you, Jesus, in their dreams, and let them see you in their visions, God. And, and Lord, we just ask you to speak to them the righteousness. Speak to them the gospel truth, God. Send missionaries to Sudan, somebody that can speak their language, somebody they will listen to and show honor and respect to and receive the gospel of Jesus Christ. And Father, we just ask you for all this as you dispatch the angels of God into that country to bring a healing and a cure and peace. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Oh God, you instructed us to pray and to give us today our daily bread. We welcome you now for our needs. Lord, hear us. You know, this, it's important that we go to God with our needs. You know, God cares about whether we have enough uh, gas in our car. He cares about if our tires in our car are bald and need to be replaced or if we're having any kind of car trouble. He cares about that. He cares whether we have enough food in our cupboards. He, he cares whether we have enough heat. You're talking about this cold night. You know, He cares about us being warm. Uh, but you know, a lot of times people don't go to God about their needs because they just think, well, God knows, or maybe God's busy or something, but God cares about all these things. So I just want to, as we go to the Lord and pray about our needs, whatever needs you have, I just want to ask you to call those things up before the Lord tonight and just ask Him to meet your needs. And uh, I'm just going to pray for you tonight as well and ask God to meet those needs according to His riches and glory. Amen. Father, yeah. we just thank you, Lord, and we ask you, Lord, to, Lord, as, we, as they're praying for their needs, God, you know where we are. You know every need that is there, God. You know the ones that are struggling financially, God. You know the ones that maybe have an automobile problems or are needing more time on those tires because those tires need to be changed, but, but the, the money's not there to change the tires, so they need more time. And Father, we ask you, Lord, to to do that, God, we ask you to bless them and put more tread on those tires supernaturally, God. Put more gas in those gas tanks, God, and bless the bless the engines, Lord, that they will last longer and go further, God, and whatever mechanical problem, Lord. Holy Spirit, you are the best mechanic in the entire world, Lord. You can you can just go inside those engines and you can just bring perfection to those engines right now in the name of Jesus. Not only do you fix it, you can bring perfection 
to those engines. And Father, we just ask you, Lord, to bless the automobiles. And Father, we ask you, Lord, to bless the basic needs, food and comfort, Lord, heat, Lord, in our homes. And Father, we just ask you, Lord, to we dispatch the angels, dispatch the angels of heaven to go forth and find the finances right now and bring it to them. Angels, go find their money and take it to them right now in the name of Jesus. You know where that money is. You know who owes them money right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we just bind the devil and command him to take his hands off of the finances of yes. his people. And whatever finances have been tied up that they've been waiting on, we bind it and we loose the money right now. We loose it yes. from the grips of the devil and we place it in the angel's hands to bring it to us right now. In Jesus' name, somehow, some way, you are the God of somehow, some way. You are the God of the impossibilities, God. And Father, we just thank you, Lord, that it is in the mail, it is in the bank, it is coming to them right now. The angels are flying it to them somehow, some way, God. And you're just going to bless their needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We pray, Lord, you forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors. And we ask you to bring to mind anyone who has sinned against us and give us the grace to forgive them. Search our hearts, O God, and show us our faults. Give us pure hearts that we might see you. Mm. So, you know, we need to stop and think about who do we need to forgive? Who is it in our life that, you know, we just need to let it go? It's, it, we've been holding on to it for so long and, you know, maybe they hurt us somehow. Maybe they said something that was offensive to us uh, or maybe they've done something. Hey, Marshall. <laughs> or maybe they've done something to us. Um, let's just, I, I just want to ask, you know, the Lord just lays people's names on your heart. You, you know who it is. The Holy Spirit reveals to you who you need to forgive. Uh, I just want to ask you to have the courage to do it. Have the courage to do it. You know, forgiveness first starts with a decision. You make the decision that you are going to forgive, and then you ask God to help you do it. So can you do that tonight? Make the decision. I'm going to forgive, and we're going to pray. Father, I ask you to help us. Help us to forgive those who hurt us. Help us to forgive those who have done us wrong. Father, give us the strength to walk in forgiveness. Give us the strength to walk in love. You said that the two greatest commandments was to love the Lord thy God with all our heart, all our mind, all our soul. And then you said the second one, was just as great and even just as important was to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. But God, sometimes our neighbors have hurt us. Sometimes our families have hurt us. And I ask you, Lord, for strength to forgive right now. Give us the strength to forgive as we make the decision to forgive. Give us the spiritual strength to forgive. And show us how. We don't know how to walk in this. We don't know how to forgive. But Lord, we know you do. We ask you to walk us through it step by step. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, we, we just about come to the end of our, our time. Can you believe an hour has already uh, passed us by? <laughs> I mean, how fast did that go? That was quick, wasn't it? 
I mean, you have a have some Bible study and have some prayer, and next thing you know, the hour's gone, just like that. <laughs> but uh, hey, I, let's welcome Brittany. Thank you so much for her first time joining us. I I pray you enjoyed it, and that you will um, come back and join us again. Amen. Um, and you know, let, our best. let Marshall just go ahead and sit with you. And that way, you don't have to sneak in. <laughs> he's, he's an attention seeker. He's gonna. He's, it's part of. Who he is, <laughs> part, part of all of his diagnosis and stuff. He, that's what he's gonna do. He's gonna compete for attention. Well, that's all right. He can entertain us. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, let's pray. Listen, I'm um, I know we're supposed to have the food bank giveaway um, this Saturday. I'm thinking seriously about changing that because of cold weather. It's supposed to be like 15 degrees Saturday morning. I think that's too cold. Um, for us to be out there in that kind of weather. So I'm actually thinking about changing that to Sunday afternoon uh, around 3. But I'm looking at the weather, um, and I'll be updating the Facebook and all that kind of stuff. So y'all pray the Lord to give us a good time. It won't be too cold. Even Sunday afternoon is still like 36, based on what they're saying right now. But 36 is a lot warmer than 15. Yeah. Amen. Right. Amen. <laughs> it's a lot warmer than 15. So, um, so let's pray about that as well. Don't forget uh, this Friday night, night of worship. Man, you don't want to you don't want to miss this. It's going to be great. Uh, we've got um, we got some singers lined up. We got another church lined up. And I'm working on. I'm talking to somebody. Southern Gospel uh, group coming and blessing us as well and being with us. Um, so we're going to have some great fellowship we're gonna have some great worship and we're gonna have some great prayers so you want to be a part That's at nine o'clock right seven seven o'clock seven, friday night seven o'clock. yeah okay. nine o'clock time go to bed what are you talking about <laughs> seven, <laughs> go to bed. So, seven o'clock most of the time by nine o'clock we're wrapping it up and ready to go home <laughs> so seven o'clock friday night um, come and join us. You, you will be blessed, I assure you. You will be blessed. And um, so, all right, so let's just close out in prayer. Brother Matthew, you want to join me as we close out in prayer tonight, brother? Another good, good lesson, good prayer tonight. Father, we just thank you, Lord, as we join together in faith, God. I thank you for all these precious souls, Lord, that has joined us tonight. Lord, as your word is going forth out, and for those that will be listening later on the recorded uh, broadcast of this, Lord. Father, we ask you to bless them and heal them and encourage them and bring us all back together to, in, in person together, Lord, under this roof of this sanctuary. And Father, we just give you praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Love you, Brittany. Love you, Anita, Justin. Love you, Brother Al. Love you, Brother Dwayne, Sharon, Brother Corey. I love you. You've been awful quiet tonight, Corey, but I still love you, man. <laughs> All right. Well, good night, y'all, and we will um, be back together soon, okay? Love y'all. All right. Bye-bye. For all those that are with me on the internet radio, let me say thank you so much for joining us. I did not realize how many listeners we
have been having on the internet radio during this time, and I'm so grateful that you're there. Uh, come join us in person, Bowden Church of God, located at 1030 West College Street, right here in good old Bowden, Georgia. Until next time, uh, we'll see you then. I'll let you get back to the recorded broadcast. Coming to you live, uh, well, not live, but coming to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, uh, preaching and teaching of God's holy word from the Bowden Church of God. God bless.